what's up, everyone? We are back for another Retrofecta. I'm your host, Kenneth, and across the table is co-host Greg. That's me. That was in my notes, actually. I had to, I had to write down that's me. <laughs> that that was the notes. one yeah, the yeah. one thing you did write down? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> They're all the mental notes in my head, obviously. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, yeah. Good, good, good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so we are here to talk about the very newest game actually to be on Retrofecta since it only released last late last year. And this is the official release was just this past year. Yeah, which is pretty crazy since it's still the uh, 16-bit, I feel it would have been a classic, Star Fox 2, but I think we're going to uh, have a little headbutting on that. There's a little bit of contention, okay. So, quick history of this, initially supposed to come out in 1996. What game are we talking about? Star Fox 2. Star Fox 2, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, we were supposed wait. to be playing that. Oh, oh okay. this is going to be real awkward. <laughs> All right, I thought we were playing something else. Anyway. Yeah. You was here with Star Fox Zero Command, and people <laughs> were like, wait, but why? That wasn't a game that existed. No, thankfully. Yeah. Mm. I think there was a Star Fox Command and a Star Fox Zero, though, so I apparently just mushed those together in my brain. <laughs> something like that. So what, what's the deal with this game? Okay, so supposed to come out in 1996, just a couple years after the... Uh, smash hit out of nowhere Star Fox um but they ran into a very large problem called the PlayStation mm-hmm. uh PlayStation came out just before this would have released they looked at the 32 bit graphics went oh this makes our 16 bit 3D look like poop you know what screw it we're just going to focus on the Nintendo 64 which maybe not the best plan ever maybe also don't screw Sony out of your uh console and make them go make their own console but you know that's that's just how Nintendo rolls yeah here nor there yeah so um the early the and it's weird because this game was super hyped like i was looking back and there was tons of magazine articles about it mm-hmm. miyamoto was out there stumping for it like just interviews all over the place a lot of like playable demos at i i don't know if it was e3 at the time but you know whatever the game cons were at that point something along those lines yeah there. and then just boom nothing and just got completely killed off. So it it had an early tech demo leak in 1999. And that one was, I actually snagged that through the uh, magicus of the internet and it was real garbage, but mm-hmm. it was also just like there, Hey, this is how we want to build the world up. And it was just a completely open world with a couple enemies that you ran around and shot at. So, okay. Um, and then 2002, the mostly complete source code leaked uh, by someone at Nintendo. And then that one actually apparently was pretty much the full game with a decent amount of bugs and glitches in it. So uh, over the next couple of years, people went through, localized it for English, and uh, cleaned up the bugs and turned it into a full game, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> people have way too much time on their hands, and I love mm-hmm. it. So had you had you ever actually played this before, trying had, it on the SNES yeah, Classic? Yeah, I had never played this before at all. And honestly, I hadn't played Star Fox 1 until mm. I got my uh, my SNES Classic. Okay. So uh, this was a new experience for me. Okay, nice. Had you had you played any Star Foxes? I mean, are you kidding? I had an N64. Okay, so good, good. Because Star Fox 64 is the shit. I oh, love yeah, that yeah. game. Oh, the amount of, like, secrets and the different styles of play. And, oh, you could try different pathways, but you got to be good enough for each one. Yeah. Easy, medium, hard, and all this other stuff. Yeah. 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 And really good multiplayer, too. Like, yeah. I actually liked that one a lot more than Goldeneye at the time, but also I was really bad at Goldeneye, so I'm sure that right. didn't help. <laughs> it's true. Okay. So uh, this actually released on um, June 26, 2017, and it was an unlockable 
quote secret bonus that they told you about you know on the box not so secret yeah yeah and all you had to do was beat the first stage of star fox one so you know super easy to unlock and then get right into playing um produced by miyamoto because apparently just at this point in time he had his finger in every single pie at nintendo and uh one of the main programmers was dylan cuthbert and that's only of note because he has been the most chatty person about this game and oh, why okay. it potentially didn't get released and, you know, the, the different problems with getting it over to uh, any virtual console and just really, really chatty about it over the last mm-hmm. 15 years or so. It it does kind of seem like a shame that the game never was released because mm-hmm. they did put a lot of hard work into it. But now after having played it, I can see why it wasn't released. Boo. Okay, so let's let's talk about this. Uh, okay, I I really enjoyed this game. I had a great time with it. Uh, you you apparently did not. <laughs> I, I feel like that is the nostalgia talking. Mm-hmm. Um, because Star Fox One was a complete experience. Uh, you know, beginning, middle, end. You have different pathways you can do. Star Fox sixty four ended up taking basically the original game and updating it with better graphics and kind of added a couple of new yeah gameplay yeah. mechanics in here. Uh, this game was more to me like a tech demo, uh, of what a game, a Star Fox game could be. Mm-hmm. It had a lot of great ideas. One of the things that I thought was fantastic, uh, for example, was the, uh, planetary bombardment of Corneria. Yeah. It added this level of stress that wasn't present in the original game where you were like, oh no, I actually have to think about every single move I make. Yeah, as soon as I start moving, those missiles are coming in. Missiles or enemy ships or whatever, and even while you're dogfighting some random member of Star Wolf, you still have to think about, oh, as soon as I'm done with this, I gotta, you know, uh, hike it back to Corneria Mm -hmm. and fight off those Well, apparently, during the the fights themselves, the the clock's running on the overmap, which, because I I was feeling great, got out and was like, oh, how, how did I take planetary damage? Oh crud! Okay, this I need. I can't screw around in these missions. Look at the giant counter on the bottom left of the screen that was going up. Don't pay attention to a lot of things, apparently. And Uh, and Pepper (laughs) yelling at you the whole time, going, "Corneria is under attack." Corneria is under attack. We may never know how how it happened, but (laughs) (laughs) it's fine. (laughs) And, And that actually gets gets me to where I feel the game was lacking is that there wasn't much. Ah, gosh. It's so incomplete. So many pieces are incomplete. Uh, while you're dogfighting, the controls are just absolute garbage. Oh, man. They needed yeah. so much more thought put into uh, smoothing it all out because it was running at like maybe a solid 5 to 10 frames per second. Potato quality. Very potato yeah. quality. Well, and that was, I think, it sounded, talking to, or not talking to Cuthbert, listening to Cuthbert, it sounded like that was one of the contributing factors was they they were doing all this really innovative stuff that you just didn't see at the time but it just could not keep up like even with the newer um super fx2 chip in it yeah it you know they they were lucky if they it would peak at 20 frames a second and then you just have the the playstation come out with way better graphics running at a much smoother consistent 30 frames a second and it just I, I think that really crapped on the game, unfortunately. Ah, gosh, and the controls when you're dogfighting in first person were, like, 
And I couldn't figure out, and I know that there probably was a way to do it, but when you're dogfighting, is it always in first person? Yeah, I really wanted the third person view yeah. because it was a lot more convenient. And, and this was this is something that, that was sorely missing to me are those stages, those on-the-rails stages that made mm-hmm. Star Fox 1 and Star Fox 64 so great where you are following a set path yeah. that wasn't there. That that would be my biggest complaint with the game, because like I, I really liked the freedom that it gave you of, hey, you're out in space and it actually feels kind of vast, Yeah, but you, you just can't have that same level design as a, hey, I know the player has to go exactly down this chute so we can really get some interactive environments and some cool, like, oh, as you're f- flying through this, it starts falling and a lot more, like, I don't want to say quick time events, but you know, it's reacting more to the player. Yeah, yeah, and and it was more, it was putting more of a focus, uh, in my opinion, on the shitty controls and the <laughs> shitty camera. Yeah, um, because being in a first person mode and having to try to follow. Oh gosh, oh the enemies over there. Oh well, I got to try to find mm-hmm. them there. And then sometimes enemies will just go outside of the range of the map, and you have to. Oh well, crap! I lost them. I have to go back into find yeah, them the- again fight them again yeah i did not find that fun at it, all it did feel like i was wrestling the controls at times yeah. and, and and on top of that one there were the other sections where you know you could flip from when you're actually on a planet flip from being a ship and piloting around mm-hmm. to being down to your mech mech walking on two legs weird running around thingy with the dual targeting yeah. thing that kind of again it didn't work it was Oh, you move the camera with the left and right control. Okay, yeah, that that was the other thing I hated. It it just it made no sense that the D-pad would have you straight. Like it felt like they were trying to take the ship controls where it makes sense at that point that that it controls your was it your yaw? Yeah. Um and then apply that to a mech where you're it's a completely different control scheme. Like why are the bumpers the things that actually turn me left and yeah, right? That made no sense at so all. So jarring when you're piloting a ship and then all of a sudden you're on the ground and now you have to change to a completely yeah. different control scheme. This could have been a lot smoother. Uh and then ah uh, oh gosh, like the whole thing with like having to press buttons and then sometimes you had to <laughs> Like really, having really... to press buttons—that's the big problem with this game. <laughs> I mean, there were, you had to—you had to like walk your little mech, and then sometimes your mech can't jump. Oh, okay. So you're like, okay, there's. I like thought this... you were meaning um, press buttons on your controller. No, 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 I was no, like, no. that's the core concept of game. No, 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 no. <laughs> having having to fly your ship and then strategically drop into mech mode to press a button to open a door or to open mm-hmm. a lock on a door. I was like, man, this is just so janky. So. One one tip for that is if you had actually pressed more of the buttons on your controller, one of them made your mech jump. And that, that helped a lot. <laughs> See, and I was pressing all of them and I couldn't find the way to make the mech. Yeah, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is from three playthroughs of the game. Oh, easy, sure, sure. Easy, medium, or what is it? Normal, hard, and expert. I, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well, and that, that's just a, I feel a kind of inherent issue with Super Nintendo games in general is they... They assumed that you have the the, the booklet in front of you right. and with all the instructions and a lot of backstory, and it really dumps all of that out of the game itself, which, you know, is both good and bad, but mostly bad if you don't then have the instruction booklet, because you're like, okay, I'll just kind of roll my face across the controller and see what does what. Right, you just kind of go like this, and then eventually something happens. Yeah. I know it's a visual medium, and I was just doing something with my hands. <laughs> 
Um, you know, I appreciated it at least. <laughs> yeah, 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 you got a little bit of a chuckle for it. I did enjoy, uh, again, that planetary uh, uh, protection of Corneria, and also that Andros was reacting to the things that you were doing. Yeah. He's like, ah, you took care of that? Well, now try this. Check and out my Mirage Dragon. Here's this Mirage Dragon coming at you. Here is a giant bug thing coming at you. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, and I feel like that was a concept that could have been done better and i like that better i i I wish they would have had that in like star fox 64 oh man yeah you know where oh andros is now actually reacting to the things that you're doing to his minions all across the the solar system Mm -hmm. that would make so much sense yeah this definitely feels like maybe more than any other game i've played a game that was super limited by the median that it was in like they had these really grand high concepts and it just you know, you, you just don't have that much oomph on a Super Nintendo, unfortunately. So, And that's why I don't find this to be as entertaining an experience oh, sure. as it is. Yeah. Star Fox 1, you, it had its... You, you would actually play it. It felt complete. Mm-hmm. This one just felt so incomplete on so many different levels. It was super quick, too. Like I, oh, I gosh, beat it yeah. in, like, 30 minutes and was all, oh... Normal okay. mode huh. takes between 25 and 30 minutes, and then hard takes about 45 minutes to an hour. Expert adds a couple of different things to it, and it takes, like, maybe an hour and a half at okay. most, which an hour and a half is actually pretty good for a Super Nintendo game. Yeah, I think that's about what the original Star Fox was, so that's right. getting it on the same level. So I, I only played um, normal and hard. What what did Expert add to it? I, just more enemies. Okay. You know? Okay, I mean, that would be cool, at least, because it, a lot of the, the fights felt pretty barren like oh it's myself and three enemies and pew 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 i'm done right yeah uh and and again there wasn't a whole lot of variety of gameplay styles you know it was either your dog fighting or you're pressing buttons mm-hmm. and then you know you go through a corridor and oh hey look there's a not really a boss it's a thing in the center of a room that you shoot at yeah that... there was only one real i guess uh no because the things that andros were sending at you those were kind of bosses mm-hmm Kind of. They were like mini-bosses. Yeah. Yeah, they they were like Bowser's kids. Yeah, if that. <laughs> no, they were yeah. more like the little hammer guys. Okay, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, definitely, first time I fought the, the Mirage Dragon, I was like, oh, this is crazy. Second time, just straight into the mouth, <laughs> shooting the entire time. I was like, cool, I won. I, yeah, Man, okay. I'm awesome. And that, that actually is another thing, is that the difficulty just wasn't there. The, the biggest difficulty with the game was wrestling with the controls. Yeah, seriously. Also, it really helped once I found out you could charge up your laser. And I was like, oh, hey, I just do insane amounts more damage. Check. And even then, it wasn't that helpful because it didn't quite lock on correctly when you're shooting it out. So Yeah, well, apparently they they had uh, played around with the the two new lady characters, their special ability being a a lock-on for the charge, and it was just completely busted. So it's... I I can see why, why they took that out, but also if it even tracked a little bit that would have been very helpful i i heard that they were originally planning to make this uh to give this game a two-player system which is the whole reason why you had two different pilots mm-hmm. uh in the game but it looked like that was scrapped as it, well interestingly it's in the tech demo that leaked but then i guess just due to time constraints they they never actually got it perfected so just yeah. kicked it out so which that that could have been pretty cool i i doubt you would have played it simultaneously but it, if it was something like um a, a handoff kind of yeah, thing, yeah yeah like original super mario brothers where just between every level you swap to the other person and that that could have added a cool cool element to it yeah 
I don't know how the overworld, you know, actually that the overworld uh, thing where you're looking at the galaxy and you send one person off to go do one thing and another yeah. person off to go do another thing. Yeah, that would have been rad. That would have made, uh, so one of the things that expert mode does is it throws a lot of stuff at Corneria a lot of the time. Okay. And I never finished it um, because it was like, oh, okay, this is getting really stressful. And then I died a couple of times. Yeah, and, and you're like, like oh, meh. Okay, yeah. T- time to go play The Witcher. Check. <laughs> Pretty much. Bravely Default right now. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, so that's why I, I know that you have the nostalgia glasses and you look at this like, oh, this reminds me a little bit of my childhood playing, uh, you know, uh, Star Fox 1. Mm-hmm. And I could see how these concepts kind of moved forward. But to me, I, it just, it was so incomplete. It's It's better to be looked at uh, to me as like an artifact of the past as opposed to something that I'm going, oh, I'm going to come back to this. Yeah, I don't... This game. I would like to play through it on Expert and just see see what that's like. I don't think this is something I would play a lot, but I, I, think, I think I'm a lot more forgiving of games that try to do weird stuff and it doesn't work. Oh, sure. And so just having having the, the open world the the war map the your R wing transforming into the little stupid walker thing like <laughs> they individually don't work super well but I it just it makes me really happy that they were trying and so it I I, I don't know I mean I, and again I give them credit for oh it yeah yeah I'm not trying to convince done. you on it yeah, yeah. I, I just didn't find it to be an an enjoyable yeah. experience yeah which all. is totally fair mm-hmm. I would love to what it really made me feel like though is that they need to release a new Star Fox game on the Switch, not with motion controls, just an old school, mm-hmm. yeah, just nice twin stick shooter, twin stick, yeah. I, I, it would just be so great. Oh yeah, yeah, and I feel like Star Fox is one of those that's just one or two good games away from really becoming a, a Nintendo legacy same as you know like zelda or mario or metroid is but they just it's kind of their dumping ground for weird crap of like hey we're releasing a new star fox game for the the wii but it's your fox running around on a planet not even in your ship and it's like but why why would you do that people play this so they can fly around in an r-wing and shoot at andros was there wasn't there like star fox adventures too for uh oh god uh gamecube or was that the Z fighter? I don't remember. I think that was Z fighter. Honestly, all... past 64, they all just kind of blend together in my mind. Yeah, they were just so not yeah. memorable at all. The one I do, uh, reading up on them now, the one I do want to go back and play, though, is um, Star Fox Command. Because it apparently took the the overworld map. It, it's not real time, but it's more of a kind of Advance Wars style where okay. it's you, you get like x amount of moves to maneuver your different ships around and then once you hit you know run into an enemy then it goes into the the fighting mode and i'm like that that sounds pretty cool like a a very tactical star fox i i could dig that it makes a lot of sense that it would be uh it would help to build the backstory too Mm -hmm. um because we do see in in one one thing about star fox 2 that i did think was great is uh when you were not dogfighting or actually playing the game, if you take a look at the overworld map, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at the character sprites, they're awesome and they're great. And I love the way that the little mouths move and they make, yeah. little, you know, chirpy sounds like in star Fox one. I, I thought it was a really cool upgrade to the system that they already had in the past. It was an improvement. Mm-hmm. It was just everything else. 
and that's it did, it did look pretty at least it, it's it got looked, that yeah, going yeah. for it <laughs> when you're not playing the yeah game, it's pretty you're like this would make a great desktop background <laughs> yeah yeah i like this solar system it looks cool yeah i just needed more ah Missed opportunities in this game. Yo, yeah. I, I, and I understand why they had to dump it. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of sad that they didn't take the time to perfect the pieces. Oh, yeah, and especially, I don't. It, it it's just the entire its entire history is so weird. But then apparently, also, um, a big problem that they ran into decently after the fact is uh, this other company. And granted, this is via Cuthbert also. So take it with a grain of salt, but sure. um Argonaut Games is the the company that co-developed the Super FX chip and they ended up getting into a, a huge spat with Nintendo and then folding as a company. And that's why we have never seen um any Super FX games on on any of the virtual console stuff is because it was all kind of caught in this legal limbo. Oh, so yeah, if you look like the the SNES Classic is the first time any of these Super FX games have been out since the original Super Nintendo. Oh, wow. So I'm like, that, okay. that And that probably really hurt any chances it had of being released later on. So I'm glad they were able to get all their ducks in a row and actually get these out. Because, you know, you've got, like, this and F-Zero and... Yeah. I assume other games that, <laughs> that use that chip, but I don't actually know. So... I feel like this game belongs in a museum. Mm-hmm. As, as an artifact of the past to look, this is where Nintendo was going to go before the PlayStation hit. Yeah, and then it really just completely shook up their whole style. Yeah. Yeah, and I, you're right, too. I would love to, if they basically took this game, gave it Switch graphics, and, you know, made it control like you know, made, made it play like a modern game, but kept the same style that they were shooting for, I, I think it would just be a fantastic game. Sure, it, but what it needs, again, is more of those on-the-rails shooty bits. Yeah, I totally really missing. did miss that. Yeah. Because it, it just added a lot more character to the planets that you're on. So what's interesting is uh, I was watching something about um, the tech demos that they were having around the time that uh, before this game was supposed to release. Mm -hmm. And apparently some of the tech demos actually did have a few of those sections where huh. it was the Star Fox R-Wing piloting around and going through giant rings and mm -hmm. it was, this was all proto you know star fox 64 but it was it was using the same technology that they were going to put into this game and it just i don't know why it didn't show i mean even if they would have just had a couple of things where you're flying through wings yeah yeah you know i wonder if a new director came in and was like i i want to put my own stamp on this we're just going to take it off in this different direction and then all of the Mirage Dragons. That's, yeah. that's my stamp I'm gonna put on this. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> okay. Well, I think this is actually the first real split game that we've had because I feel like for the most part we like stuff, except Zombies Ain't My Neighbors. Yeah. Which, yeah. And it it does make me wonder how much of certain games are just purely nostalgic factors. Because I I feel like something like Super Mario World, that game is and I'm very biased, but yeah, no, it, it uh, a perfect, perfect game. Yeah, well, it's just like uh, Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past is a perfect game, mm -hmm. and, and that's an objective opinion is that it is perfect. Yeah, yeah. So it it's interesting to have that, and then go over to something like this where it, if you don't have that nostalgic connection, you're just like, eh, I I don't really care. So 
what are we looking at for the next game that we play? Next game, uh, we're going to once again le- heavily leverage nostalgia because that's what we do here. Hey, and yeah. uh, we're going to try something a bit different. One of our readers suggested readers. Readers. One of our <laughs> one of our uh, ear readers suggested. This is actually an audiobook. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We are we are transcribing all of this after the fact. Kenneth walked into the studio, sat oh, no. down. Oh he no! No creepy his asterisks. And put them onto his head. Uh, I I gotta go. Okay, <laughs> I think we killed it. So uh, one of our listeners suggested playing both the Super Nintendo and the Genesis Aladdins because mm. they released in the same year, but were drastically different games because this is when Nintendo was very anti-violence of stuff. So sure. you know Genesis Aladdin, very stabby. You've got your sword. You you poke people in the face with it. And that was the one that I played. Yeah, so I'm, I'm very curious as to how it actually plays. Without a sword? Yeah. He didn't and have see, a sword? What? No, he, he threw apples at people and uh, jumped on them Mario style. <laughs> How do you play the final boss? It, I, I don't I'm, know. I'm, I'm <laughs> perplexed. Yeah. It should be fun, though, because I've only ever played the Super Nintendo version. So I, it's going to be very interesting having both of us come at it from different viewpoints on yeah. it and see how the other side plays. Okay, I'm down. So, yeah, it, it should be happen. cool. Um, And yeah, other than that... Speed runs for this are interesting since uh, it only came out very recently, and all of the records are only within the last two months. And right now on the uh, New Game Plus on Normal, there's only actually three people listed on there. So I kind of want to try playing through this a bit more <laughs> and get on a speedrun board. Yeah. I think that'd be hilarious. Um, and it's a real widespread right now. First place is... 11 minutes, 14 seconds. Oh, my god! Jumps down a full minute and a half to 12.44 for second. And then another two minutes for 14.32 for third place. So it you can definitely see people, one, haven't dialed in on it. But two, I, I kind of wonder how much of it is a bit luck-based, just uh, what spawns in the, in the solar everything system. Everything in this game, everything. Oh, you're talking about Star Fox 2. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. I can I can see this game being played very quickly though. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just thinking, sprint I, straight for the, the I carriers. You were talking about Aladdin. So I oh was no, like, why why would I talk about Aladdin speedruns now? <laughs> I was like, Aladdin, like huh huh, because that game like everything spawns in a very specific yeah, way. Yeah yeah and yeah no, I can definitely see how Star Fox Two could be played in about ten minutes, mm-hmm. especially on normal. Yeah, because you just you know. Three shots and boom, any any boss is dead, basically. So Andros was dead. Yeah. Like oh man, minutes. we did not even talk about that last fight. Oh, and it was ooh. real weird. Like, cool, it's a giant mask. Yeah. What? <laughs> and then you you beat it and it's just the Andros cube explodes in Andros faces. I'm like, what are and in, what is happening right now? <laughs> in hard mode, it's actually Andros. And I think uh in uh in expert mode, I didn't get there, but in expert mode it's it's something else, like there's mm. another thing. Interesting. So they okay. kind of did the same thing that they did in, uh, in in Star Fox 64, where there's a different ending depending on what yeah. way you're playing. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Just, hey, man, that was weird. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Any any final thoughts on this game? I'm not playing it again. That's that's very fair. <laughs> <laughs> I I would personally recommend uh, to any of our listeners if you get the chance, give it at least give it a try. It it's a very interesting slice of history. And you can really see where it shaped a lot of the subsequent Star Foxes. Oh, also, fun fact, they apparently took the camera system from this, uh, ripped out the program for it, and that's what's used in Mario 64 for the entire uh, follow cam. 
No kidding. Yeah, yeah. So it oh, it did have wow. some, you know, positive effect on our life. Woo! And about thirty percent of this game was apparently reused, it, like code wise, in a Star Fox sixty four, which is interesting okay. too. So I, I guess a Makes lot of the sense. open world stuff, they were just like, well, you know, we already wrote this new code for it. Yeah, let's just toss it over there. So, which is interesting because the dog fighting in Star Fox sixty four was probably my least favorite part of Star mm-hmm. Fox sixty four. So, yeah, you at least had a an analog stick, which yeah. made it a lot easier for fine controls. Uh, yeah. Mm. Womp womp. Mm. D pads aren't great for uh for flying. No, no, they're not. Motion controls actually would probably be pretty good for flying. Oh now yeah, that I think about it. Yeah, that could be cool. Okay. Well, that's what they did with the the Wii U. I think like you. It it man, it's just like this is the most avant garde game. It you you would hold the the controller in front of you, and you that was you looking out of your ship, and then you would move the controller around to fly the ship. And it, I never actually played it, but it it looked real weird. So, <laughs> Nintendo just put out a yeah, just give us give another us regular, another just game. make it Star Fox sixty four too, and I I would be happy honestly. Even if it's like Star Fox. Uh, switch yeah something i don't know yeah don't don't make it fancy just let me fly my r-wing and shoot andros that's all i want (laughs) all anyone ever wants out of life right is to fight a giant monkey in space exactly we're we're simple folk Mm -hmm. (laughs) with simple needs okay well on on that note we will see you next month for the dueling aladdins which oh i'm gonna Boom. Title right there. Dueling Aladdins. There it is. Love it. All right. <laughs> so uh, until then, uh, hit us up on Facebook, Retrofecta, retrofecta at gmail.com. You can find Greg on a number of different podcasts. Like, for example, The Court of Nerds. Uh, our website is thecourtofnerds.com. You can follow us on Facebook, The Court of Nerds. You can also like us on Twitter, court underscore of underscore nerds. Ooh, that um, one's fancy. Yeah, it's it's super fancy. We are <laughs> underscore awesome. I, oh, God. <laughs> You're very welcome for that. That one uh and then also there is another podcast that we have been doing um called uh reverse centaur and it's us playing dungeons and dragons and being total idiots and it is delightful off with the rules and it's 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 very fun yeah definitely check that one out it's it's bizarre and just a great time hashtag poor gary remember <laughs> that one. okay so until next month keep on gaming Hey everyone, Kenneth from Retrofecta here. I just wanted to let you know about another retro podcast NOTLG.com has now. It's called If Memory Serves, and we have Taylor from Podcastica and his brother talking about their childhood memories, a lot of which involve video games. So check it out, NOTLG.com slash If Memory Serves. We think you'll like it. <laughs>